hearing from God. In this life, we should be able to hear from God. We're able to hear our children speak, yell, fuss, argue. We're able to hear our cell phone rings. We're even able to hear a loud noise, such as a firework, a gunshot, or even a party that's going on. But oftentimes we get too consumed with our lives and the distractions and the places that we're in and we don't hear from God. During the course of the pandemic, I realized that I wasn't hearing God the way that I needed to hear from him. You see, I heard from him. I could hear him. But there was a prayer that I was praying. I needed an answer. And I know that, you know, people say different things. If you don't hear from God, then, you know, he'll answer in due time. And that is true. He will answer in due time. But when we come time to dealing with our purpose, you must be in position to hear from God. And yes, he will answer in due time. Now, I had been praying for purpose for a series of years, about 80% sure of what it was. The other 20%, I wasn't so sure. Purpose was spoken into my life before I was even born. But two great friends re-spoke my purpose to me. It left me lost and confused because I was uncertain. Like, God, are you sure? I need to hear from you to confirm this. So I had to get out of my usual comfort zone and do some things I normally wouldn't do. Had to distance myself from some people. I couldn't talk to certain people about what I was dealing with. The nights I stayed awake and the intensity of the so-called insomnia, which I'm going to call it the spiritual awakening, was getting worse day by day, night by night. Even crying myself to sleep because I'm hurting, I'm lost, I'm confused. But I want to make sure that I'm being obedient to God and walking in my purpose. It was tough. So I had to step away from the norm. Step away from the places that I would typically go. And in some cases, I would still go to some places that I would go. But I would go the extra mile just to go to another place. You see, July 6, 2021, I'll never forget the day, life-changing. 
for those that really know me, know that I don't really do prophets. It has nothing to do with God. It's just that sometimes prophets tend to prophet lie. They aren't always honest. Sometimes some say what they feel the unction to say, not based on what the Holy Spirit says. And I can talk about that because my best friend, she is a prophet, and she has prophesied some things in my life that have come to pass. There are some things that I have prophesied to her, even though I am not a prophet, to her about her purpose that have come to life, come to pass. So I've been going to this other place with my other friend, you know, supporting her in her ministry at her church. She's a psalmist. And I was supporting her. I'll attend Bible study with her, go to special programs with her, even attended certain church services with her. And so I realized that the pastor is talking good stuff. He's teaching Bible-based stuff. Sometimes it's tight, but it's right. It's going to hurt, but it's the truth. But I learned that there was something about this pastor. Now, don't get me wrong. I have my own church, and I have my own pastor. But at the end of the day, when all these churches get together, we are one body in Christ. And we're all serving Jesus Christ. We're one body serving him. So we, I'm attending service and I took my daughters and they enjoyed it. They really liked it. And so I went again on a Tuesday night and I text my sister and I said, hey, are you going to church tonight? She was like, yeah, I'll be there. I said, okay, I'm going to try to come. I just need to be there. We didn't have worship on that Sunday before. I had Bible study with my mom Wednesday before, and Bible study, you know, with my friend's church that Wednesday before also. But I, I was missing something, and I knew that I had to get into the building, the four walls of a church, to be with like-minded Christians who had the same goal as me to worship Christ. Well, the pastor get there, we speak, and he sets his Bibles up, and I'm a bearer, and he starts praying, and then he starts singing, and I could feel the service shift. And he started calling this person and calling that person and prophesying to this person and prophesying to that person. And, and he was like, if I did not call you up, come stand on the line. Well, I wrestled with that because I don't do that. I'm very shy. I'm very low-key. I just wanted to go and enjoy the service for myself. So I go and I stand in line. Maybe about 
four or five people ahead of me. It wasn't a long line. Let's clarify that because I've seen some lines for prophetic readings and and they're just out of this world. Well, he prophesied to about two people in the line, two or three people in the line. And the other two or three people, he let them go. He laid hands on them, prayed over them, let them go. But before he could get to me, the tears was already running down my face. I had a, a feeling as to what he was going to say. And he began to ask me all of these things. Do I do this? Do I do that in church? And I'm like, no, sir, I don't. Well, in my brain, I'm saying no. I'm feeling like I'm conversating with him. He said, really? He was like, you need to write the book. He doesn't know me from the man in the moon. And it broke me down because that's the same prophecy that was spoken to me about five years ago. I'm not going to go into any more details about the things that he, the other things that he prophesied to me because I'm still praying on that and praying for guidance. But the ironic thing to me, because it, it, I'm still comprehending all of this, I'm still trying to understand it still reading and still praying and still meditating and, and, you know, talking with friends who can help me get through this. The one thing is that struck out to me was I was enrolled in a school. I was enrolled and I wanted to take up human resources. And I explained to my admissions counselor that that is what I wanted to do. I wanted to take up human resources because with my current job, I tend to dibble a little bit in the human resources side. And I wanted to pursue a major in human resources because if I advanced in my current position on my job, I would move up the chain and go into human resources at the downtown location. That is what I thought. That is what I felt. Well, I took one class and it was easy. Took the second class, it was a little struggle. Didn't realize that with that second class, it was more financial based. But the third class, I'm in here struggling. I, I, I couldn't go left from right. I was confused. Didn't know. So I took a leave of absence. Because I really needed to hear from God more clear, clearly. And I didn't put a date that I would return. Because I could feel God telling me that this was not the place for you to be. So, I focused on me completely. Started researching another school, a local school, who had a program that I started out way back in 1999 in August taking. 
but due to poor choices that I made in my life, I did not finish. So I, um, it's so funny, guys. So I submitted my application for journalism. So you got to understand something. I submitted my application in journalism in June. So I'm going through the process. Everything is working out just well. Get to the church. And I hear the pastor, the bishop, the prophet speaking. And he's saying to me, write the book. And what people don't understand is I started writing years ago. It was a way that I dealt with my hurt. The way I dealt with pain. The way I dealt with any and everything that I was being slammed with. I wrote it down. I wrote it down because I wanted to look and see where I come from, from a year ago, six months ago. Am I still in this place of hurt? Am I still in this place of I'm still in this place of hurt? I'm still in this place of uncertainty. So I began to write things down. And so the more I wrote, the more my posts began, my, my, my writing turned into blogs. They turned into inspirations for people. And so when he began to speak that to me, I said, oh, God, here it is again. Right. It took me back to six years ago, six, seven years ago, when I first met with my best friend and we talked about it. And she said, right. Right. She said, you got to write your vision. And I began to look at Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it talks about plans that God has for you. And then it took me to Habakkuk. Chapter 2. And we talked about writing the vision and making it plain. Even though we write our vision and we make it plain, God already knows the plans that he has for us. See, that is why you have to be able to get in position and get into a place to hear God clearly. It doesn't matter if you attend the biggest church in your city. 
It doesn't matter if you serve on the deaconess board or deacon board, the lead singer in the choir, the usher, the greeter, the parking attendant, or you serve as armor bearer to the pastor. It does not matter if you cannot hear God clearly where you are. The thing I like about my job, my nine to five, is that I turn my worship music on. I have a notepad or a piece of paper and I'm listening to my worship music and I can hear God speaking to me through certain songs and giving me something to write about or talk about. I can hear it clearly. Other people might not be so lucky lucky to hear like I can hear. Even while a, a pastor or a preacher, they're presenting their message, and I'm a note taker. And anybody who knows me knows that I take notes and I'll send you my notes from service. But you might get some added stuff in there because I hear something different from God in the midst of the sermon while the preacher is preaching what God gave him. But I had to learn that even though I wrote my vision and I made my vision plain, as Habakkuk says, My vision was written a long time ago by God because that was his plan for me. I just had to tap into his word, his spirit, to be able to hear clearly that that is what my purpose was, that that's what he was calling me to do. Many times we jump too fast and do things too quick, make poor choices, and that's not what God has called us to do. I'm a witness to that. Because last year in the midst of the pandemic, I jumped into a business offer oh too quick. I thought it was a good investment. And come to find out, it was not a good investment. I made a poor choice. I made a bad deal. And after doing it twice, I realized I can't do this. So that online certification that I have, I don't even acknowledge it. Because why? It was not ordained by God. I rushed too quickly. And when you rush too quickly to find your purpose, you find all of the wrong things and you do things too fast. And it's not going to be done right. Now, some people can hear God quicker than others. But for me, it took some time. Now, it might have not have taken that much time. Maybe I was just in denial. Maybe I was just afraid of what people would think or what people would say or what people might do. Maybe I was afraid. 
maybe accepting the call that's on my life, I wasn't ready. Even though God was ready for me. And when my bishop, because I call him my bishop, spoke to me, I couldn't get to sleep that night because I was so overwhelmed and I cried and I cried and I cried because I'm like, God, are you sure? And he kept saying, all I need from you is a yes. It wasn't so much of him answering my question, was I sure? It was him telling me, just say yes. Yes, I said yes. Because I want to make sure that I'm living a life pleasing to him. And I'm doing what is right. But in order to live out your purpose. And in order to do what he has called you to do. You got to position yourself to hear him clearly. And that's why I said all of that to say that. You got to be in position to hear God. You can still attend your church. And you can still worship with other people. Back home, I remember seeing family members, a member of our home church, a member of their own church that they joined, you know, based on their own decision, and joining their spouse church. That's how you made up different churches. They were members to all the churches, three, four churches. And every Sunday, they rotated what church they went to. Because, see, in the country, you don't necessarily have church every Sunday. For example, my dad's a Methodist. And he has service on first and third Sundays. So first and third Sundays, I was Methodist. I was a member. My mom was a Baptist. Second and fourth Sundays. I went to her church. I was a Baptist. So even though they had two Sunday services out of the month, that's what they considered to be full time. Versus in the city where I live, you have service every Sunday and you're full time. So I had to learn that. You know, you may be a member of this church, but you can still fellowship with your sister and brethren at their church. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody's going to knock you. But sometimes what you need, you have to go outside of your house to get. For example, I like Publix. Publix is a little higher than Kroger. But there are some things in Publix that I can get that I can't get at at, at Kroger. For example... We use ground turkey in my house. I can go to Kroger, get a big three-pound pack of ground turkey, the Kroger brand, our Butterball brand, worth $8.99. Publix, on the other hand, 
they don't carry a three-pound pack of ground turkey. All the ground turkey they have is lean, and it's either Publix or Genio, which I don't care for either one of those. So my preferred store is Kroger. So you see how that works? Sometimes you got to go out of your comfort zone to get what you need. I really hope that you take the time to to hear what I'm saying, not the words that I'm saying, but tap into the spirit and hear what I'm saying. You must be in a position to hear from God. Sometimes you have to go elsewhere to hear him. Sometimes you got to do something different to hear from him. Sometimes you even have to think outside of the box to hear him. That means you got to turn off some distraction. You got to Disconnect your cell phone. Don't respond right back then. You may even have to take a break from social media. But whatever you do, please get yourself in position to hear from God. And I shared this on my blog today, so if you subscribe to it, you should have it. And I'm going to end with this. While in a place where you can't hear God, you may have to go to another place. Distance yourself, remove distractions in order to hear from God. Why? Because your purpose is loading. It's Harriet with a million. It's Harriet with I am my sister's keeper. Take time to let your purpose load. And we'll talk soon. Have a great day.